0: Hello and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 16th of January 2023. And this based on news reporting by Hack News and Bleepingcom. In Infosec news this week, over 4,000 Sophos firewall appliances exposed to internet access are vulnerable to attacks targeting a critical remote code execution vulnerability. Sophos originally disclosed this code injection flaw known as CVE-2022-3236, found in the user portal and web admin of a Sophos firewall back in September and also released hotfixes for multiple Sophos firewall versions, with official fixes being issued three months later in December last year. The company warned at the time that this remote code execution bug was being exploited in the wild in attacks against organisations, particularly in South Asia. The September hotfixes rolled out to all affected instances, since automatic updates are enabled by default, unless an administrator specifically disables that option. Sophos firewall instances running older product versions had to be upgraded manually to a supported version in order to receive the CVE-2022-3236 hotfix automatically. While scanning the internet for Sophos firewall devices, Vuncheck vulnerability researchers found that out of more than 88,000 instances, around 6% or more than 4,000 are running versions which have not received a hotfix and are therefore still vulnerable to this attack. To quote the report, more than 99% of internet-facing Sophos firewalls have not upgraded to versions containing the official fix for CVE 2022-3236, but around 93% are running versions which are eligible for a hotfix, and the default behaviour for the firewall is to automatically download and apply hotfixes, unless disabled by an admin. That still leaves more than 4,000 firewalls, or about 6% of internet-facing Sophos firewalls in total, running versions that did not receive a hotfix and are therefore vulnerable luckily despite already being exploited as a zero day by some group a proof of concept exploit is yet to be published online for this particular vulnerability however a VunCheck researcher was able to reproduce the exploit from technical information shared by trend micro zero day initiative or zdi so it is likely that threat actors will soon be able to as well When and if this happens, this will most likely lead to a new wave of attacks as soon as threat actors create a fully working version of this exploit and add it into their existing tool sets. Back in March last year, Sophos patched a similar critical Sophos firewall bug, CVE-2022-1040, in the user portal and web admin modules which enabled authentication bypass and arbitrary code execution attacks. It was also exploited in attacks as a zero day since early March, roughly three weeks before Sophos released patches, and once again against South Asian organisations primarily by a Chinese threat group tracked as Drifting Cloud. The DevOps platform CircleCI has disclosed that unidentified threat actors compromised an employee's laptop and leveraged malware to steal their two-factor authentication back credentials in order to breach the company's systems and data last month. The CICD service CircleCI said the sophisticated attack took place on December 16th last year and the malware went undetected by its antivirus software. To quote the release, the malware was able to execute session cookie theft, enabling the attackers to impersonate the targeted employee in a remote location and then escalate access to a subset of our production systems. Further analysis of this security lapse revealed that the unauthorised third party pilfered data from a subset of databases by abusing the elevated permissions granted to the targeted employee. This included customer environment variables, tokens and keys. The threat actor is believed to have engaged in reconnaissance activity on December 19th, following it up by carrying out the data exfiltration step on December 22nd. To quote, though all the data exfiltrated was encrypted at rest, the third party extracted encryption keys from a running process, enabling them to potentially access the encrypted data. The development comes a little over a week after CircleCI urged its customers to rotate all their secrets, which it says was necessitated after it was alerted to suspicious GitHub Zero Auth activity by one of its customers on December 29th. Upon learning that the customer's zero-auth token had been compromised, it proactively took the step of rotating all GitHub zero-auth tokens. The company stated, adding it worked with Atlassian to rotate all Bitbucket tokens also. They also revoked all Project API tokens and personal API tokens and notified customers of potentially affected AWS tokens in this instance. And a somewhat encouraging statistic, though still far from being good news, ransomware gangs extorted from victims about $456 million throughout 2022. Though this is still an incredible amount of money, it does represent a drop of about roughly 40% from the record-breaking $765 million recorded in both of the previous two years. According to data from blockchain analytics company Chain Analysis, this drastic decline in ransomware profits is not driven by fewer attacks, but the victim's refusal to pay the hackers. 2022 was one of the most active years in ransomware activity with thousands of file encrypting malware strains targeting organizations of all sizes and geographies. However likely due to diminishing profits among other reasons the average ransomware lifespan has dropped from 153 days in 2021 to just 70 days last year. This year was marked by the end of the Conti operation and the emergence of new ransomware as a service activities like Royal, Play, and Black Basta. Meanwhile, the operators of Lockbit, Hive, Cuba, Black Cat, and Ragnar have maintained a relatively steady flow of victims throughout the entirety of 2022. Despite the multiple extortion tactics employed by ransomware operators, such as file encryption, DDoS attacks, threats to leak stolen data, or to inform the data protection authorities of a breach, a growing number of victims are refusing to meet the threat actor's demands. Intelligence firm CovWare have said that Based on its data, since 2019, there is an identifiable trend showing that victim pay rates are consistently declining. Back in 2019, 76% of ransomware victims chose to pay the ransom, while only 24% dealt with the consequences instead. This trend has drastically changed in 2022, as 59% of victims have chosen not to pay the ransom. The last year therefore marking a significant psychological turning point for both attackers and defenders. 2022 being the first year where more ransomware victims decided not to pay. This shift in behaviour highlights a change in the perception and approach towards handling ransomware attacks. This change can possibly be attributed to three things. The victims realising that paying the ransom does not guarantee they will retrieve their files, and the threat actors will not necessarily delete the stolen files. The public perception of ransomware attacks having matured, with data leaks resulting from these incidents tending to have an attenuated effect on brand reputation tarnishing, and organisations following better backup strategies which are coincidentally required for ransomware coverage insurers, often giving them a way to restore their IT infrastructure in case of an actual attack. Even if victims are handling ransomware attacks differently than two years ago, completely discouraging the operators by not paying them is still the final, yet currently still distant, goal. As long as the percentage of paying victims is significant or hackers are able to rake in cash in larger amounts from high-value targets, ransomware attacks will still be a persistent threat. Nevertheless, this ongoing trend is still very much encouraging. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel weekly podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us if you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.